Hello and welcome to Attention X. I'm back again. I uh, missed a day yesterday, first day in ages. I can't believe it. Um, I don't know, things just got on top of me yesterday and I did not get the time to actually sit down and write or uh, record. So apologies for that uh, to my audience who were no doubt faithfully sitting, waiting for my podcast to drop yesterday and it did not. So today, um, I have a few thoughts about uh, video content. So I shoot an awful lot of video, um, a lot of video. We create so much video content. Uh, but what I wanted to um, to point out today is is really what you should do whenever you've you know you, you've commissioned your video. You've hired a, a, a videographer, and uh, what what steps should you take next, basically? Because um, I think quite often uh, companies like to, to say, right, okay, yeah, we need a video. We need a video to put on our website or we need a video for our social media. But they don't actually know what they want or what purpose they need it to serve. Uh, so it's really important um, you know, to clear that up first. So um, before I get into all that, though, uh, first of all, I want to ask you to do me a little favour um, is to number one go on and uh, leave us a review on whatever platform it is that you're you're listening to this on um apple podcasts spotify uh google podcasts any of the other ones it's all there it's everywhere you should ever need to listen to a podcast go on leave us a review It'll be fantastic uh five stars five stars all the way uh that'll be awesome uh the other thing is to give us a follow on twitter uh that's uh, at ATTN underscore X and share the podcast give us a bit of a, a bit of a helping hand it's letting the world know uh, that we're here and trying to just give you guys real information that you're going to be able to put into, into use you know right away in your business uh, we're not out there giving you hypothetical things this is uh, this is real life stuff from from real uh, life experience in in doing this every single day for the past I don't know, 10 years or so. Um, so actually, I, I, that brings me back. I want to bring you back about 10 years or so. I started my career as a, as a graphic designer uh, and I worked mostly in print media and business magazines and things like that But and did a little bit of web design too uh, through that. But um, it was, we held an event and I was given this camera and asked if I could go and get some interviews with uh, with the speakers uh, during during one of the breaks, which was the very first time that I'd ever really you know entertained the uh, notion of video. And this this would have been about about ten years ago or so, um, right about now actually, you know, about ten years ago. So this was quite a while before you know video content became as huge as it is now, and it is clearly you know the biggest most popular um, medium when it comes to um, you know content on on social channels and it will only get bigger it's only growing so if you're not doing video you need to ask yourself why and then realize that you're doing something really stupid and get onto it um, so these were incredibly dull conferences I'll be honest with you they were not much fun and neither were the speakers they were incredibly dull and they had very little probably to say and um, now at the time maybe if you were in that industry you might have got something from it but um 
you know, come five o'clock on day two of the conference, the hall was quite empty. Uh, so we shot these videos and we put them up on the sort of fledgling, uh, you know, Twitter accounts and whatever that we had at the time. And I suppose they didn't really do very much. Uh, and since then, you know, content, video content has just gone absolutely through the roof. Now, it was only in a, in a job I had after that, that um, I was again tasked with uh, producing video content, but this time we actually hired somebody in to do it for us. Um, because at that point, uh, I was working for a charity and all we had was a, an iPad uh, to shoot video on, which uh, wasn't ideal. So, um, so we hired these guys in and uh, it was really interesting really interesting process in terms of writing scripts and and things like this to shoot these uh, sort of six promo videos for these six six companies it was very very strange and you know the whole thing went way over budget and way over time and it just wasn't really an awful lot of fun and the reason I'm sort of delving into all that is because I think before uh before now people have just been creating video to um for the sake of doing video really or to just show off something nice but really you know what you want to be doing is and this is going to be number one on my nice list of five points is to be really clear on the purpose of your video you know it's the same with any marketing activity that you do i suppose you you know you need to be clear on what outcome you want to achieve but video in particular is really good at emotionally triggering the viewer to you know take action and that word emotionally is there deliberately because video more so than any other type of content that you'll create has the potential to be incredibly emotional like in my career i have made you know conference halls for the people cry with video and i'm quite proud of that um only because i wanted to make them cry because it was a charity event and i wanted to make them <laughs> make them cry and thus donate uh, and it worked and it worked pretty well so you just need to be clear you know on how you want the audience to feel and how that feeling is going to help them take the action you want them to so think about the action and think about the feeling that's going to lead to the action and talk to your videographer, the person you've hired in to do this, you know, talk to them about what is the emotion that we're trying to get across with all this. Uh, the second point is they really keep it short, keep it short and sweet. Now you don't need to rush it by all means. Don't rush it. Don't rush the video, but you know, filmmakers, okay. Artistic filmmakers who you may have hired a filmmaker, someone who thinks, yeah, this is what they want to do. They want to be the next Steven Spielberg. That's fine. But they need to do that on their own time because you have to deal with getting your message across with, you know, the competition of a million funny cats doing stupid things and trying to grab your audience's attention. And if you uh, are busy showing the most phenomenal sort of artistic, you know, nice, slow, you know, drone footage in slow motion, it's never going to work. Okay, so you know, think about your intros, you know, your intro doesn't need to be 15 seconds of great shots. It, you need to get to your content as quickly as possible. Okay, 
So no, say no to long, slow drone shots, particularly in your introduction. Okay, you don't need a flashy logo at the start. Okay, this this video is going to come from your social channels. It's going to have your logo on the channel already. So you do not need to set, you know to blast your logo all over the start of it. Stick it at the end. That's fine, but not at the start. Okay. Um, the other thing is keep it between sort of 60, 90 seconds. If you need to go over, that's fine a little bit, but you know, between 60 and 90 seconds would be really, you know, pushing it. I think keep it within that and you don't need to worry so much about, about, you know, keeping attention, uh, for too long. Uh, really, you know, you need to look at your, at your introduction here as well and just try to keep your introduction so that it grabs your audience's attention within the first you know one to three seconds okay so whether that's a that's a shot that's gonna grab them whether that's a piece of text that's gonna grab them uh which brings me on my next point use text with your video okay you'll have seen now you know most social videos will have subtitles on them that's because social channels uh, tend to autoplay video, but they do it with a sound off. Okay, so your audience on their phone standing on the train, when we used to get transport to places before, <laughs> before the pandemic and whatever, you know, when, or standing in your kitchen or whatever, they're gonna be scrolling through and they're gonna see your video, okay? Now, what you can do is add a headline onto the actual video it's going to grab their attention. So keep a top panel for a headline. Keep the bottom panel for your subtitles. Okay. And that's going to give people as they scroll through the little hook of information they're going to need. Okay. To stay and actually watch the video. Now, whenever you talk to talk to your videographer uh, about this, they're probably going to hate it. Okay. But remember, this isn't cinema. This is social. And you need to literally do everything you can to grab the viewer by their shirt or whatever, or their neck or their throat and drag them in to watch this, okay? This is all about attention. And, you know, on this, uh, on this, you do have somebody who's extremely talented on the other end of a camera and is shooting, you know, something really cool or interesting or whatever, you know, a bit of text is gonna get you there. It's gonna get you there a lot, a lot quicker. Um, another thing is, okay, number four is a little bit of a layout uh, for your video. And I'm going to call it hook, intro, content, call to action. Okay, I'll, I'll say that again. Hook, intro, content, call to action. So this is a little bit technical, but do talk to, to your, uh, your videographer about this. Um, this is the layout of, of the information, I suppose, within, within your video. So the concept here is, kick off your video with a little hook, okay? This is gonna be a snippet of the big valuable piece of information. So you're gonna have a valuable piece of information in this video, okay? What you're gonna do is take a snippet of that and put it right at the start. Don't give them the whole thing, but give them enough, okay? So they're gonna watch that, they're gonna go, oh, that's just what I need. That's just a piece of information I'm looking for, but I need to find out more. Then when they're hooked, you give them all the information that you want them to know, but they don't necessarily need. 
Okay, so that's, you know, whether that's your, your sales pitch, your whatever, the stuff that you want them to know about, but, you know, they aren't necessarily going to be completely bought into. Not until they've actually watched the video. Then, once you've given them the intro, all the stuff that you, uh, you want them to know, then give them the valuable content. That's the expanded version of the hook. So take the hook, stick it here, and expand on it. Then finish off with the call to action. That is the request for them to actually do something. So whether that's click a link, visit a website, buy something, don't know, that's up to you. So hook, intro, content, call to action. Have a think about that process and that will start to have an impact on the, uh, I suppose, conversion rate the, you know, of, of your video. At the end of the day, your video is gonna, you want people to actually take action. And that's a good way to do it. So um, the other thing on your call to action, use graphics on screen. Makes sense. If you have somebody come on, you know, a talking head, come on to your video and say, hey, you know, make sure you check out our website. You know, bring that up on screen. Nobody needs to see a talking head for too long. So fire that on screen, put your logos, put your, your web address, your email addresses, whatever. That's where you want to stick your logo, right at the very end. And then just let it sit there for, you know, five or 10 seconds, because at that point, people can switch off. Uh, but, but as long as they've seen their logo and they've got long enough to you know, have it register in their heads, that's fine. Um, number five, uh, our final, final one is, again, it's a little bit technical, I'm sorry, but the perfect size for your video, okay? Now, if you're not familiar with this stuff, I'm sorry, I don't want to get too technical on it, but okay, your television screen, your standard sort of widescreen television is, is an aspect ratio of 16 uh, by 9, okay? So that is the, the sort of full HD standard is 19 uh, 20 so 1920 pixels by 1080 1920 by 1080 uh, or indeed that gets bigger and bigger for you know 4k screens or 8k screens or whatever if you want to go super high end um, that's a rectangle a wide landscape shaped rectangle okay now strangely enough that is not always the ideal size for social media uh, channels uh, which just makes our lives that bit much more uh, fun so at the moment you know there's there's lots of experimentation going on in terms of sizes of videos and things like that but um the one i think that's probably going to give you the best um results and you know make it easiest for you to manage <clears throat> is going to be square so you're going to be looking for uh, to create a square video that is 1080 by 1080 uh, pixels so 1080 pixels square Okay, now talk to your videographer so whenever they're editing, they could make sure that they give you this. Okay, um, that is going to go across all your standard channels. So, uh, your normal posts on Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, Instagram are all going to be square. Now, I'm going to give you two exceptions to this. Okay, number one is YouTube, which still prefers the traditional landscape 16 by 9, like your television, uh, and two is this sort of stories platform so like the instagram stories facebook stories and linkedin stories which are different from your normal posts that you you put on your timeline or whatever and um, the stories but they're usually an awful lot shorter you're talking like 15 seconds or so 
Um, so if you're shortening your video down into little clips of 15 seconds, then make sure it is in the reverse of the uh, 16 by nine. It's gonna be nine by 16, so it's, it's now portrait. Okay, so it's like your television stood up on its end in portrait mode. And so that is for Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn stories, but also for like TikTok and Snapchat. Okay, so those are the ones that look at the, the sort of uh, uh, portrait style screens, uh, which you'll, you'll, you'll know them to look at them. Um, so that, provide, that, that sort of gives us a bit more of a challenge because you don't have an awful lot of width. Um, but those videos are usually, like I said, a max of maybe 15 seconds. So um, that is really going to be for whenever you, you, um, you know, start cutting your video down into little tiny clips, things like that, that you want to share. Um, you can line up, you know, maybe you know, on some of them you can line up maybe, you know, three or four 15 second clips that run into each other, like a 30 or 45 second clip. Um, so have a think about that. Talk to your videographer about that, okay? They're going to squirm. They're, not, <laughs> they're probably not going to like that at all because uh, taking your video from nice sort of, you know, wide angle lenses and things into uh, a portrait mode it's probably a little bit uh, fiddly because you don't have much width to go on with your video. So have a chat to them and say, you know, can you give me three versions? Can you give me one that's sort of, you know, square, one that's 16 by nine for YouTube and one's nine by 16 so you can cut it down into your stories. Okay, ideally that's what you're going to be getting from these guys whenever they, um, they, they, they give it to you and ask them, you know, can they edit that uh, to suit so that if you take your 16 by nine and somebody, something's happening over in the, over in the far right corner, uh, whenever you turn that into square, are you still gonna be able to see that or is it gonna be cut off or can they move the shot over so that you can see what's going on in the far right corner, that kind of thing. So, um, sorry, that is very technical. It's probably the most, the most technical um, uh, podcast that we've had to date. So uh, I hope you get it. Uh, if you don't get it, let me know. Send me a DM. DM me on Twitter. Okay. A-T-T-N underscore X. I really wanted you to get in touch with on the Twitter. Uh, yeah. Or send me a, send me a, a, a wee direct message. Slide into my DMs. Um, listen, this one is a little bit extreme. Uh, it is a little bit more detailed. So if, uh, if you have any questions, feel free to shout. Um, in the meantime... If you like the podcast, do uh, give us a, a like, uh, a share on, on the Twitter. Also, give us a five-star review on whichever channel it is you're listening to. And subscribe as well. Subscribe, and then you get them straight into your inbox or straight into your phone or wherever. Every time there's a new one, which at this point is every single day, except for yesterday, but we'll forget about that. Dead on. Listen, um, get in touch. Leave us a review. It's been great to hear from you. This is Attention X.